This is a Detail Podcast. Welcome, Dasher. Welcome, Dancer. Welcome, Prancer and Vixen. Welcome to the Elves and Frosty and President Nixon. All of your favorite Christmas characters are in attendance tonight, and we have some fierce competition coming up for you this holiday season. Sixteen Santas are entering the arena, but only one can be victorious in Geek Bowl 4, the Santa Slam. Hello and welcome to the Drinking Geek Out Podcast, a show where we drink beer and fight it out. I am your host, Dustin, who doesn't really like fighting games, but I did Duke and a Duke anyways. And alongside me is... Saf, who loves horror movies, so I did spook him with Saf. And alongside me is... Is Keith, and I haven't come up with anything else yet for my own segment, so I'm going to flip it off to... Pale. (laughs) And I am working on a House of the Dragon... Episode. There we go. I'm excited for that. Whoa, one. cross promotion oh, in the intro. Justice, then that's dope. I'll, I'll just let I'll Kayla play. carry that episode. Of course, <laughs> of course. Uh, today's episode is featuring the Geek Bowl, as you heard in the uh, notifications, the, the beginning section, and we have ourselves CC Crocodile from uh, Prairie Artisan Ales which is a sour and it's probably going to be gross, but who knows what happens. <laughs> and then we have uh, Pimp My Sleigh from Fathead's Brewery. Saf, you sounded like the guy from Flora's Lava on that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the guy that <laughs> looks I like just... Dustin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Because he gets so like excited. Yeah. <laughs> I try to do like an excited voice. I was going to add jingle bells to that to make it more Santa-y, but it didn't sound right. But that's the NBA jam theme, if you were curious. What that song yes. was. I thought so. I'm like, this is a, this is a jam. It's going a really on here. good song. It almost sounded like the, um, like one of those, uh, hype up intros to like TV shows back mm-hmm. when we were kids. And it was just like, there's always like this build up and then it just stops. There's, there's no, there's no, yeah, there's no payoff or whatever. It's just up, 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 up. And, and then the beginning the of the episode, it's like, geez. Dun, dun, All right, dun, cool. Dun, dun. All right, who wants to go first? Us? Uh, what what kind style? of but you you got? Oh, it's a Belgian style. It's a Belgian style. We have ten and a half percent in a twelve ounce can. Just go first. Okay, we'll just, go first. We're scared. We're terrified over here. <laughs> we are of that beer. We're horrified about <laughs> what we just did to ourselves. <laughs> so if we could prolong it, I'm hundred percent on board. I'm getting seasick oh. over here just thinking about it. I know. You seasick crocodiles. Either. Probably is seasick. Well, as damn salt in here. <laughs> Drinking ocean water. Yeah, fucking ocean water over here. Oh, all right. Pale and I will start this off. We are drinking from Fathead's Brewery, the Pimp My Slay. And Pale and I are no strangers to Fathead's Brewery. Because back when we used to do light episodes, Pale and I had a little spinoff where we did the entire um, Legion series on FX, that TV show with the X-Men. Um, and we did a fathead beer there. I can't remember which one it was, 
Um, I'm sure there's data and a log somewhere to look that up. But uh, we did have a beer from Fatheads. But they are out of, I believe, Ohio. And I'm looking at the box here. From Middleburg Heights, Ohio. Just south of Cleveland is their main area. And they're kind of all over Ohio. And they have one in Pittsburgh. So, right next door. Neighbors to Indiana here. All right, we are drinking the Pimp My Sleigh which is a Belgian-style Christmas ale. And it comes in at 10.5% ABV and 30 IBUs, which is 30 Days of Night or 30 Rock. I don't know. What is 30 Days of Night? Somebody needs to educate me. It's a horror movie. Horror movie with Josh Hartnett. I don't know those things. I just watched (laughs) them for this podcast. So... (laughs) <laughs> All right. So the Fatheads you had was Headhunter IPA. That's it. And you had it on the light episode number 12 for the Legion. Ooh, Legion Way season back one, I wow. think. Season Legion one, season yeah. One, yeah. Back in the day. I think we were like trying to make the connection between like head. He gets and, in your head. Get, yeah. yeah, gets yeah. in your head. Because the guy that was known as the main villain had this, it looks like the logo. They always have this fat big, guy. Yeah, there was a big head, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he was kind of blue looking and I think it was blue on the can. Yep. Yeah, it was also released uh, between episodes twenty nine and thirty. There we go. That's a long that's time really ago. early. That's, <laughs> that's like ago. year one. Yeah, Damn. this is year one. Yeah, that's so. Welcome back to the show. <laughs> Wowzers! I'll have to do more from these guys. All right. Uh, I've so, liked a couple. I've had a couple fat heads that I've. Or, yeah, you did from that brewery that I've liked, like outside of the podcast. No, oh, outside of the podcast. Mm. There we go. Yeah. All right. So this uh, pimp my sleigh. Says, over the river and through the wood to this rich, complex Belgian-style holiday brew. Intricate aromas and flavors of sweet dark malt, dark fruit, raisins, figs, anise, whatever that is, and spicy fennels. I think it's pronounced anus. Anus. <laughs> oh, anus. <laughs> this beer will sting the toes and bite the nose, but no worries. The horse knows the way. Food pairings for Little Pale's pairings here. We have goose, venison, and vanilla ice cream. <laughs> and figgy pudding. So bring oh. us some figgy pudding. I never had goose. <laughs> some roasted chestnuts. Well, how can fire. you do a Pale's pairing if you've never had goose? <laughs> I would imagine it's probably very like a greasy, fatty. It yes, is. It's probably just like a duck. It's like right? a duck. Yeah, yeah. it's like a fat fatty. duck. Fat duck. Mm-hmm. Fat duck. <laughs> fat fat Mauler duck. <laughs> uh, it's like a fat Donald duck. <laughs> fat Donald duck? Is that you said? Fat Donald. Yeah. Fat Donald. All right. So looking at the can. Looking at the can. Pale what box. Does it look like? <laughs> what? box. Pale, what does it look like? Oh, uh, it's looks like a deep, like dark purple. Oh, it looks black to me. Well, behind his head, it looks purple. So. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Like if you in the light, like you can see it's the purple. Purple. Uh, it says "Pimp My Sleigh," Belgian style Christmas ale. It's got the fat head guy at the bottom. If Does you can he belong see. on a wall? It's got a little, <laughs> a little disco but, ball for mm-hmm. his little yeah. Santa hat there. So is he? He's is a fat head. A, is that like a cop or a pig? I don't. I'm more definitely more cop than pig. He's a yeah. Santa. Look at that beard. Here's That's the not a real beard. <laughs> actual a dude beard. right there. Neck beard. Oh. Yeah, what he looks like. 
But they still kept his little mustache. It's got a little, yeah. which is, it's got a little fake odd. beard on there. Yeah, he does look yeah, like a fat Hitler with that his mustache. Mustache white. <laughs> He's got some Elton John glasses. Glasses. It's got like uh, beads like all the way around it. Okay. I like this purple okay. hat. Yeah, it is pretty cool. With a little snow falling in the back. It says, chill out, man. Have a beer. Yeah, the tagline. <laughs> with right. the three brewers Bro. right there with their Matt, names. Chris, Glenn. Oh, that's cool. Imagine, a, you know, three brewers with a name that's not Matt or Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? right? Dustin or Josh. Or Tom. <laughs> or Tom. <laughs> Or Walter Toms. <laughs> There's never what? a Paul Brewer. No. <laughs> there will be. There'll be. There could be. Pale Brews. He's too lazy. Speaking of uh, beer, uh, if you look here, Pale, did you read that? It says, pour slowly because this is unfiltered. I've never seen that little logo before. I thought that, that was really cool. Is that a dog cool. tag? No, it's a can of beer tilted on its side. Oh, okay. It, it's, it's hard to tell, to tell. your camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I see oh, it. I thought but... it was a dog tag too. Yeah. <laughs> it does look like a dog like, tag. So he is a he is a cop that used to be like in the army. That's, mm-hmm. that's yeah. what I gathered from this. <laughs> <laughs> Handcrafted, unfiltered, pour slowly, it says. And looking at their website, I did look them up. They list all the malts, everything oh, that's, that's cool. on there. Um, I did not list it because it Aww. was probably like 14, 15 different things. I mean, I can pull it up and unless you guys want to look it up real quick and you can announce it, that's fine. Yeah, I was just curious what the hops the beer, were, but, but I think you actually might have already said them. But it's it's basic, it's a Belgian-style beer. So they start with that base formula, and then they're adding the dark malt, the dark fruit, raisins, figs. The anus, anise, um, and <laughs> the spicy fennels. What is fennels? Spicy fennels. It's like a, like a little like herby seed hmm. that you just get in a jar, and it's little itty bitty things. You just throw it into like soup. Oh, it's the yeah, like um, fennel like soup or whatever. Coriander. It's like the stuff at Pizza Hut. Yeah, like this is mm-hmm. the spicy stuff yeah. at Pizza Hut that you put on your pizza. Those little things. Yeah, you pepper flakes. By, you, you buy them like it by the jar and just little green. Balls. Mm. Green balls. Like hops. Balls. Looking at the color. Yep. Lifting it up here. It, they do describe it. I think there is a description of it on the website. Maybe I could be wrong. I'm, I probably looked up the other beer. I got them both mixed up in my brain. But it looks kind of a red, mahogany, darker It says color. rosy red on the website. Rosy red. That's the description. But it doesn't look very red. It doesn't look red my light from sucked. any of the pictures I've seen. Definitely not rosy. It's dark red at best. Yeah. So we're probably looking down in the upper like 30s, Santa's, 40s. Santa suit covered in blood. <laughs> there we go. Dried blood. Works yeah, for me. Hold yours up more for me. I see nothing but like a dark ass beer for. Yeah, that's. Yeah, it, my mine is, or totally is more accurate, I think. Based Bales on is just more accurate tapped. with the camera. There mm-hmm. is Same red color. down at the bottom. And you're right, yeah. Saf. I agree with that. It's like Santa's <laughs> coat covered in blood, dried blood. So if you look at the darker colors, kind of our geek SRM, maybe Daredevil is. Yeah, Daredevil yeah. would probably be a good one. The old Daredevil, not the new golden Daredevil. Correct. Oh yeah, <laughs> not the ketchup and mustard Daredevil. I don't mind Netflix over here in, in the light. It's light, better. It's like lighter than that, probably lighter, like a holy grail. Or not, sorry, like a Vader glow. Oh. 
So more of a 30? So. It could be. My lighting, like I said, in here it sucks. So I'd be I mean, fine his, anywhere between 30 and 38. It definitely looks like on pale screen to me, looks like a red IPA. Like Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It looks like a Jedi IPA. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> the old red turn. Out of production. <laughs> Never to return. Never to yeah. red turn. <laughs> Fake laugh. Fake laughers. Get my eyebrows. Let's spoil it for next week. Uh, that's true. All right, take a sniff, Pale. What do you got? If sniff. your sniffer is working. Ooh. That's fruity. Mm-hmm. But like not citrus fruity. Like uh like dark figgy. fruit, like the figgy raisins. Exactly. It's a raisin smell for sure. Doesn't that's a don't nice smell, smell the anus. Yeah. <laughs> that's not coming through the nose. <laughs> I mean, smell your chair for a second. <laughs> I don't smell your anus. <laughs> Did you know that the sphincter is the only muscle in the body that doesn't get tired? <laughs> thank God. I didn't know that. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> tell, my, tell that to my sphincter. Oh, <laughs> zing. Your sphincter's probably screaming. <laughs> That's why I stand the whole time. <laughs> All right, we are already off to a great start. Falling off our sleighs here, <laughs> and I haven't even drank this ten and a half percent beer. All right, so fruity on the nose, and uh, let's mm-hmm. take a sip there, Pam. All right, I was sipping on the seasick crocodile. I think I gone cuckoo. <laughs> I haven't even t- I haven't tasted it yet. I'm just Whoa. preparing so it's not a shock later. Oh, I want it to be a shock. Wow. That is a Belgian. Mm-hmm. But is it all like these a... extra spices added, you don't get the bubble gum. Mm. I mean, it's there, but it's like a weird flavored bubble gum. Banana. Mm, a little it's bit. ABC, ABC bubble gum. Already been chewed. Yeah. <laughs> this actually tastes like... Baby food? Have you guys ever <laughs> eaten like baby food out of a jar? I like that yes. long pause yes. there. Like, yes. do I actually want to say? Of course. Admit okay, that I these are it. these are things I did even when you were older. I remember my sister and I. We'd always eat baby food, and this tastes like the plums, like you would yeah. get. Oh, that mix makes it sense. up in that plum-like flavor. That's kind of what's coming to mind. Not an actual plum. But, no, you know, I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. That weird ass flavor. Is it like a taxman? Taxman do a lot of Belgians, so that's the first yes. thing to go to. Yes, you're right. This does have very taxmany vibes to it. Careful, pale. Don't drink it all. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Slow down. Slow. You'd be Instant. out of your mind if you've ever had to feed a child or been around children. And you've never eaten yeah. the baby food. Like, yeah. They smell so enticing. Yeah. I don't and, remember. I don't remember ever trying. Like Logan's baby food. What? I don't No. Pale never fed him. It was all Kayla. <laughs> I, yeah, I never touched the. I thing. never touched the stuff. <laughs> I, never touched the stuff. <laughs> I never even looked at that kid. <laughs> at that kid. <laughs> that kid just sits in my kitchen, eats my food all the time. I made him a plate of my food every single night. And then if he didn't eat it, I ate it. <laughs> and then I don't know what happened after that, but. The day he started eating the food I prepared for him was the day that I started paying attention to him. There you go. <laughs> Foot-long hot dogs, breakfast, lunch, lunch and dinner. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Son, we're going to Costco. We're going. 
We're gonna get a pizza and we're gonna wrap it in a hot dog. Uh, should this, we? This is well. This is like eighty percent dark fruit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, um, it's a li- it's a little bit malty. Yeah, the malt um, is there. The malt is there. It's a weird conglomeration of the malt of a Belgian and the fruit is what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Do, and those weird spices, it's an awkward flavor. Do you get the ginger, honey, cinnamon, nutmeg combination? Ginger, yes, because I don't like ginger. So I Ginger's can a little spicy. Up. Spicy. Yeah, I don't think I'm really, rec- I'm not familiar with ginger, so. Oh, it's- you are. <laughs> you you are. Just look at my beard for a second. <laughs> oh, there. Okay, old ginger beard. <laughs> mm. The ones that I'm very this interested in would be like coriander or nutmeg. Those are like yeah. the ones I'm interested in. They're more like the pumpkiny flavors, like cinnamon nutmeg. Yeah, there's there's hints of that. Like I said, it's like a pumpkin beer with the Belgian beer mixed with the dark fruit. I don't know. This is yeah. It's this is odd. Should we look at the untappers and see? Yeah, let's see what they the, also what, think it's odd. What the yeah. people think? There are sixteen thousand nine hundred and sixty-five ratings, with a three point seven nine average. Total check-ins are twenty-four thousand, almost twenty-five thousand. Wow. wow. I have two friends, Christian D. He actually has a regular ass check in, not the cul de sac. What? Uh, <laughs> what's going on? This was in 2021, so there's no excuse for him not to check it in at the cul de sac unless he was hanging out at a buddy's house, which is breaking COVID protocols. Ha. <sighs> so he gave it a 375 or 370, sorry. Uh, Belgian brew with dark fruits that goes down easily. Can't complain. Trying to pace myself here, but being. Inundated with brews, good and bad thing, or just good. Uh, and then Chris Leland checked this bad boy in twice, and he gave it a five each time. Dang. And he s- said, uh, S- Jeff sent this to him. Uh, it was still very awesome. Some dark notes, some spice. I love it. And then the other check in said, Had a friend send this my way. Very tasty. Love this one. This was in 2016 and 2017. Oh, crap. I got Phil Hyatt, but he didn't. He checked it in, but he didn't rank it or write anything. Oh, I miss Phil. I know. He's such Never. a good, good dude to talk to at the at the Brew Haven. Yes. Yeah. Let's see. Globally, do we have any guys that need to shout out? This first one has a long thing. Let me read this. Greg Holocaust. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's like Holthoss. Oh. But it looked yeah, like Holocaust. Maybe it was the shipping, but this tasted like a quad with extra yeast with a side of extra yeast. <laughs> Couldn't find any X-Men's, X-Men's, X-Men spice. There's no X-Men. X-Men's spices because the yeast were so overwhelming. <laughs> but this beer, put this beer out in July and I'll be on board. Only Bud Light is worse. <laughs> oh, my. Give it a one. Ooh. You must have had a really bad batch. 11 then. minutes ago. Oh, shit. Did it say purchased at Meyer? <laughs> <laughs> well, he said it was shipped, or maybe it, he got it from a store, but shipping it to that store was mm. affected it. But <laughs> it tasted like yeast. Yeast, yeast, uh, and more yeast. Here's one that kind of agrees. This was in December by Darren Bartow. 
said, one of the worst Belgian ales I've ever had. Wow. I couldn't even drink it. And I poured it down the drain. Now I'm wow. stuck with three cans that I can hopefully give away to somebody. 0. 0.25. Ooh. The lowest of the low. But then I'm saying, like, from other people, like, around his check, like, 425, 4, Yeah, I see other scores that are really high, and then just these random ones that are very low. This one from Jennifer W., really tasty at first with belgian esters and spices, but then it settled into a faintly veg- vegetal flavor. Tastes like vegetables. <laughs> yeah. 375. Tastes, tastes like vegetals. Vegetals. <laughs> Uh, Colin Soder says, this makes me sleepy. Because like of the 10%. Th- yeah, but good taste for the percentage. 3.75. No, something strong making you sleepy? Can't imagine. <laughs> Another one that said this was fantastic. Gave it a four. I just don't know. Like, if you get it on can, and if it was like, it traveled poorly. Yeah. Like, if it's going to be like a bad year for you it's been on a shelf for a year it's probably not gonna hold up yeah or this person looked like it was in a tap room so i wonder like coming off tap is yeah really good luck of the draw with all of edible things yeah Yeah. depends on the time of the year it was shipped yeah it also looks like it was part of an advent calendar because i'm I'm seeing several people say advent number 10 oh i wonder Mm. and said this person gave it a four regardless so like that's really cool, right? It came from an advent calendar, but it's still pretty good. Kate H, extremely unique, raisiny, a touch of overly tart, so I would only get one at a time, three and a half. Kate, that's not the only reason you're getting this one at a time. It's 10%. You're going to freaking 10%, drink honey. two of them. You're going to wish you didn't. You're going to be pukey pale if you drink two of them. Bottle of wine and 12 mm-hmm. ounces. <laughs> yeah. Rebecca Bindis. I did not like the flavor. Almost too thick. Two and a half. Uh, another advent calendar from Steve gave it a four. So that's interesting. I should look into these advent calendars. We should do like a daily segment of advent calendar opening and drinking. Yeah, we got to make yes. our own advent calendar calendars. And do a quick, quick five oh, minutes, oh, five minutes a day. Or so we try <laughs> yeah. each of those beers. That'd be fun. Yep. Just like. Just make like a, a quick like record and send it to me and then I'll just like splice them all together and be like a daily upload. Let's do this. I'm starting to sc- scroll, see not much. Jeff Miller, this is much fruitier than I remembered it. Not sure how I'm feeling about it. Strong, multi, and fruity, 275. So, burnt out on these. Yep. I had one good. friend for Hanover Glassware. Oh. Said, uh, exhibit called. He wants his beer back. <laughs> Give it a four X and a to half. the Z. X to the Z. I don't get it. He hosted Pimp My Ride. Pimp My Ride. He's the host. What does that have to do with this beer? It's called Pimp My Slay. Pimp, Pimp My, my Slay. Slay uh, could be a ride. <laughs> Santa's ride. It's Santa's ride. <laughs> All right. All right. You win this round. <laughs> you tricked me this time. Round two. Fight. Fight. What Ugh. do you guys think? This is unique. New York. Uh, that's what I said. Unique New York. A unique <laughs> beer for sure. Belgian flavor comes through, but the spices and malts overpower the rest. 
a multi Belgian that needs to be sipped. Otherwise, you'll be hitting the floor. I gave this one a four. I do like the the Belgians that are out there, but this is just it's. I also like the multi beers too. So I don't know what to think about this. It's just very unique, and I I want to keep drinking more and get more of the flavors. But then I also have to stop myself because it's ten and a half percent. So it is powerful, but it's not very boozy. Although mm. I saw in the description somebody put boozy, and it's like, mm, no, it's very fruity mm. yeah. with all the spices and everything else added. So I wonder how it, if it warms, how it will taste. If it, the more the booze flavor will come forward. Well, it's not really like bourbony, so yeah. And I think Belgians are meant to be more cold, so I don't know. Yeah. I, it's I definitely going to get warm, so yeah, we will I know. put that That's to why the I'm test. Curious. So. <laughs> yeah, at the end of the episode, we'll give it one more try. I said unique, but a little off in my opinion, not feeling the heavy amount of dark fruit and wish more of the spices came through. Gave it a okay. three and a quarter. Oh. So oh I... Oh my. Yeah. Naughty. It's just Naughty. Like, <laughs> like one of those beers that just like, I got to stop myself like Keith said, because it's just like so heavy. Yeah. Like the more you drink it and it's like the dark fruit just like keeps getting like bigger and bigger and bigger. And I'm you, you just lose, it loses like the other stuff like underneath that should be coming through like on the back end somewhere, but it yeah. it doesn't. So I just don't think it was very well done. That's why I, I put it in my little snifter here for the uh, high ABVs. Mm-hmm. Courtesy of Chapman's Brewing. <laughs> <laughs> Use code DIGO40. <laughs> for nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can use it, but it probably won't do anything. In Maybe fact, I still have multiples of those boozy beers that we haven't drank, so... We'll put them on the show one day. We'll get there. Speaking hey, what are you guys drinking? <laughs> yeah, I know you're so excited beers. to try this. So, <laughs> so I think I think what we need to do is we need to have the 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 check in or the section that we do exactly like what we did or what me and Allison do for the oh for the uh, go go gosas the, the go go gosas yeah so this is gonna be fun. So mm-hmm. we actually do go through the the Geek SRM like tab for the the evaluation, mm-hmm. but then there's another tab on here called the Sour Pain Scale. Let's do it. So the power, uh, just for the viewers at home, because we haven't even released an episode yet. Uh, <laughs> the, the Sour Pain Scale goes from zero to ten. So zero is no problem at all, and then ten is fuck this. All right, and we've paired these up with. Uh, Pokemon on the like the the Pokedex scale, so like no problem at all is a is a Weedle, right? We go into the Viridian Forest and we can fight the Weedle, no problem. Uh, and then fuck this is we're fighting me too, and we just can't handle it. Right? <laughs> where does <laughs> Gold Where does Goldine uh, fall? Goldine, 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 Goldine. probably the mild area, yeah. <laughs> so uh, when we get to that section, I'll explain all the Pokemon and their rating. But this is just that, just you know. It's what we did. It was fun. So well, we can hopefully uh, get to that one. Uh, but for this beer in front of us here, we have the Seasick Crocodile. 
I did not mean to rhyme there, no, just because there's a song about a seasick crocodile. <laughs> that but is an so, awesome can, though. Oh, I love it. It, it pulled it's my so eye. It's so cool. It really it grabbed my eye, and that's why I bought it. I didn't even look to see what type of beer it was. I saw it, and I bought it. <laughs> it's, it, just, it, it did its job. Yep. It, it got me to do it. So this is from pra- uh, Prairie Artisan Ales. We'll probably have to do something we don't. Uh, I don't think we've never ever had, had them, them on. So I have to look them up in a little bit and give them a little bit of a of a shout out. Uh, but this has six point three percent ABV. There's no IBUs. It is a sour. It's not going to. Uh, and then there's obviously you a song. have all the tender sweetness right of a seasick crocodile, Mister Grinch. Given the choice between the two of you, I'd take the seasick crocodile. <laughs> Let's see if you guys do the same. Yeah, I think we will. <laughs> Thorough Ravenscroft, I think we will. <laughs> All right, so look for this one to hit the shelves each November, which is when I bought it. Uh, so you can have it stocked up for the holiday season. It is one of the most anticipated and highly rated beers each year, which is exciting for them. Right, for us. I don't know. We don't do sours. Yeah, so this one is a sour ale with cranberries, ginger, cinnamon, and nutmeg. So it has the makings of being a very delicious drink. A lot of similar flavors as your beer, actually. <laughs> Just a different style. Yeah, so pretty pretty excited. Did you find that part of Prairie Ales? Yeah, there's a, a link to the story there. I just threw it up there. So they are out of Oklahoma City. Pretty interesting here. First beers were brewed in the bathtub of an Italian immigrants for the coal mining clientele of a Southeast Oklahoma restaurant. Back then it was illegal to sell or even possess beer in our state, but we did it anyway because we were super badass. Chalk beer and short for Choctaw beer was the colloquial name for these homebrewed beers that were originally serving illegally from Pete's Place, the Italian restaurant that is still cranking out fresh pasta and lamb fries in Krebs, Oklahoma today. And this website is awesome awesome with the art that they have going on here you guys need to click on that link and just like scroll through just like the background of all the different cans that they have and just the images it's like awesome artwork that they got going on oh, here. yeah that's nice hence the artisan ales i'm imagining that they go for so pretty neat you should check them out looks like the simpsons having a last yeah. supper <laughs> yes in one of these images yeah, I've, I guess I have seen these cans in the store. Yeah, I've seen a couple different ones. This is new to me, though. This can is phenomenal that we have in front of us. It's got like an ugly Christmas sweater design. And uh, in the front and center is a crocodile chasing Santa. And it looks like he's ripped off part of his shorts. Oh, no. Because he's Santa got red cheeks. fabric sticking in his in the crocodile's mouth. And then we got some elves doing cartwheels, mm-hmm. and it says seasick crocodile. In a very 8-bit-ish or 16-bit-ish yeah. uh, format and style, especially with the font. But even the crocodile and some of the, the design is definitely... Uh, yeah, it's like an ugly sweater stitching, how it does look 8-bitty. Yep. On the backhand side where it says this is brewed... And canned in Oklahoma, there's a little sea monster-looking dude. If my camera will... uh... (laughs) Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Looks like a Pokemon. 
Yeah, I saw him on the website. I think he's on the main page. Must be their logo or something. Right. I think this will definitely top... He's got a cigarette in his mouth. Like he does. (laughs) (laughs) If you go to the homepage there, that's an awesome bar. But yeah, they they have it there. I think this would definitely top like any can we've ever had. Oh, it's great. It's it's, it's vampire level. Yeah, yeah, definitely vampire level, like like ten out of ten, five out of five, like six out of five on the pale scale. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, under, I understand that we've we've had like so many of the like Doodle Crews and mm-hmm. like so many of those cans are awesome, but this one is like very specific to the time and the the episode that we're doing. It has that holiday that spirit. I am in love with this like i have an ugly sweater t-shirt on mm-hmm. we're, we're all wearing ugly sweater t-shirts this is this is top notch this is definitely six out of five <clears throat> perfect rating but the beer color if we want to jump over to that it's like a pink peachy yep. color princess yes. peach and we have some of those colors on the Abnormal beer color scale. Yeah, it's going to be a weird one. Uh, It's definitely on the lighter end. So we might, we probably could get something in the SRM tab. Uh, No, we can't. Never mind. Wanda's hand stuff. Yeah, Yeah. it's it's a little bit lighter, more orange. I don't know. It's weird. It's almost like. It's like Santa's rosy cheeks or something. Ooh. Yeah. And he's blistered in the cold. Or his exposed cheeks from the crocodile. Yeah, his butt cheeks. His butt cheeks. Santa's butt cheeks. Santa's frostbitten butt cheeks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'd love Uh, to see the picture for that one. (laughs) (laughs) On a more serious note, on my end, just by looking through the light, I don't know. Kind of looks like the inside of a lava bubble. If I was being like super honest, but there you go. Yeah, I yeah I think so. But yeah, like Santa's it. rosy butt cheeks <laughs> after being attacked by the crocodile. The seasick crocodile. Which, let's see on the evaluation. Uh, clarity. Is this clear or is it hazy, like opaque? What are we seeing? It's, I think it's, it's kind of pretty... hazy. I can't really see through, yeah. through, like my fingers through the other side. Yeah, so this is definitely a slimer. Slimer, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was no head, so Ichabod. Oh, there's a little bit of head on there. So Goomba. This is a Goomba movie head. Because <laughs> I still have a little bit of a head after your 20 minutes of doing your beer. I still have a head on here. Mm-hmm. I got nothing. Oh. Getting nothing for Christmas. Right. <laughs> uh, carbonation. I don't see any bubbles on here. Nope. So it's there's no carbonation. So this is Kappa Nice. So smells now. I'm going to lean on you. I'm going to lean on you. I'm starting to come down from my Sudafed of the day. I think it's pretty strong. I could smell it sitting on my desk. It, like strong yeah. cinnamon and nutmeg. Yeah. It d- definitely, definitely, you can smell that out of the can. It is super strong. Uh, like definitely like more of like the, the spicy, but not like pepper pots, hot spicy, but it's still like a, a yeah. spicy like uh, aroma to it. It's got a bit of the big red gum smell. Yeah. That spinnamon, spicy spinnamon. Spinnamon? Spinnamon. Spinnamon. And we also have some xenomorph blood there because I can smell the how sour it's going to be just by smelling yeah. the can. Right. I'm gagging Acidic-y. over here. Yeah. 
So pain smell, pain scale might be high. Mm. Yeah. Please drink. <laughs> yeah. So, me so Allison, Allison loved to just like look at me in the face and see my Watch reaction. You. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So here we go. Oh, this is, oh your first. I, bet, I drank half of mine, so I I haven't had any of this yet. Oh we'll wow! See. We'll read Dustin's face and see. I'm so scared. I'm so scared. <laughs> We're right here. It's okay. We'll hold your hand. <laughs> no, it's not bad. Ooh, no, kind of likes it. No, Mikey likes it. I didn't say that. It no. said it's not it's bad. It's not bad, <laughs> but oh. it ain't good. <laughs> Ain't bad, yeah. but it ain't good. It's yeah, it's, so it's, it's intense. It, there's a lot of flavors in there. Yeah, I feel like I brewed this beer <laughs> <laughs> by accident. Copyright claim. Yeah, no. Listen, I yeah. uh, I made a porter <laughs> with Robbie, and the the porter like the malts didn't quite steep properly, and so I added cinnamon, nutmeg, uh. clove coriander to the brew gotcha. and then at the end when i kegged it i added orange flavoring and cranberry flavoring to it and so in the keg it poured out that was kind of sour but there was a little bit of like bitterness to it from the hops that we use so i'm like this is the beer that i brewed yeah it's got um, that cinnamon and nutmeg flavor that really yeah, comes through 100 percent. so like the the flavor of this the alcohol not even noticeable yeah, sure. it's sour on the back end, but up front you get those spices, all the ginger yeah. and cinnamon and stuff. Right, there's no hops that we can detect. The uh, maltiness definitely is going to be more of the acidic mm-hmm. variety, but then there's also a lot of like, uh, I don't think there is one on here, but for for like very spicy, like you're you're literally eating. A holiday cookie, yeah, with the spices, but you don't get that sweetness from it's the not, cookie. It's obviously. a sour cookie, right? Ooh. Ooh, I never had a sour cookie. I've had a lemon cookie, but right um, in the mouthfeel, it's very light, so it's a grogu mouthfeel. Uh, carbonation, I really don't sense any carbonation either. Maybe a little bit because there feels like there's a little bit of a burn, like I'm drinking ginger beer. Yeah, the burn. Yeah, I can't decide if it's from like carbonation or just from the spice yeah have you ever drank ginger beer straight up yeah oh that's what i'm getting from this when i drink this it's just like straight up like ginger beer i like ginger beer so this isn't bad for me it, it's just a little not beery enough how long does the flavor last in your mouth quite a bit like i still oh. taste it way after yeah so this is the this is the snyder cut this is going on forever it's just definitely lingering um, and then the category that Allison added, the sour rating. Is it salty? Is it sweet and florally? Is it sour? Is it funky? Or is it effervescent? Slash elevated. I want to say all of those. <laughs> yeah. All yeah. So it's definitely salty like bubbles. It, yeah, I get the salt. I get I the sour. No, yeah. Uh, on the back butter, end. Sweet, it, not so much. Not so much sweet. Definitely not effervescent. So no cerebellum. I'm sorry. There's, it's spicy because of those yeah. spices, which isn't so really I an guess, option. I guess funky would work. This the, isn't yeah. like your normal sour beer, so <laughs> it's a little funky. So Mojo Jojo. <laughs> Mojo <laughs> Jojo. And to finish this up on the sour, uh, pain? sour pain scale, I did say it wasn't that big of a deal. So 
if anything, it's like a one or a two on the the sour paint scale. If you, if you, I would drink this. Yeah. So, I was gonna uh, say three, yeah. but that I haven't had a lot of sour beers, so maybe it's right. more intense for me. Oh, I haven't really had much <laughs> either. So a three is sand true because he's you can get into a fight with a sand true, and if you hit the combos right, you can beat <laughs> he him. Might, but if you yeah have a chance, he might wallop you. There you go. So there we go. That is a condensed version of what we do in these sour episodes. So we'll take a look at the untapped, see what you guys are drinking. And out of 19.8 thousand rankings, out of 24,000 check-ins, wow. it comes in at a 3.81. So this is clearly widely available <laughs> in multiple places. But a 3.81 overall average. I've had two friends check this in. That'd be Chris Bowen. Says sour for sure, but good flavor. I gave it a 4.25. His is redder than ours. This is very I noticed red. that too. Mm-hmm. Wow, Chris, you got a good one. And then Matt Strobel gave this one a 4.25. Did not say anything. But that was two years ago in 2020. I have four people of my friends checked this in, and only one of them that you read. So Kane Moyer checked this in at 375, didn't write anything. Uh, Susan, no last name, whatever. She gave this a four, said, bourbon balls. What? <laughs> a really good beer and the expendables. So I think she just like listed what she was doing. <laughs> she drank some bourbon, then she watched the expendables, and then she drank yeah. this. I don't know. And then a new person that I've never seen on here before, so I don't know how I'm friends with this person, but Emily Gorman, 425, she said, it tastes like Christmas. Here we go. Tastes like Christmas. So I had two friends, Chris Bowen, the one that Kate Keith read, and Dubs Box. Dubs Box. Gave it a three and a half. Purchased at Tavour, that box company or whatever that like ships you beer. Tavour, mm. Tavour. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep, yep. I remember them. Tavor? Tavor? Tavor. So a couple of neat check-ins here outside the friend group. About an hour ago, Bill. Bill Roseberry. He's drinking beer. Bill says, now this is badass. Just the smell of nutmeg is awesome. It's so sensationally sour. And Bill here gave it a perfect five. Wow. I feel bad for Bill. <laughs> sours and fives it's just they, they don't go together so. and then um, Robert E. Belling says this is tasty like a light margarita yum and gave it a 4.25 I don't know you guys getting margarita vibes a little yeah, bit because you got like that salty flavor that you get with a margarita mm. salty sour yeah. yeah it depends on what flavor margarita you're ordering yeah that's true Daniel Corey said, really nice cinnamon flavor. Gave it a 375. So is the cinnamon coming through? Yes. Yeah. A lot. Oh, like dude, that, those good. spices are very prevalent. Yeah. Well, I wish I had your beer. 
<laughs> Mix it with your beer. Ooh. Then we have a party. <laughs> Andrea Hart says, smells like nutmeg, tastes like cinnamon. Cranberry with nutmeg tongue coating. Gave it a 3.75. I'm getting 100% cranberry flavor. Yeah. I didn't think yeah. about it until she said that, but I was like, yeah, that is a f- flavor. That's that's the fruit that is in there that I was yep. missing. Very tart. Mm-hmm. Yep. She's spot on with that. Mm-hmm. Smells like nutmeg, tastes like cinnamon and cranberry. Absolutely. I mean, Hint I can taste ginger. the nutmeg. And the ginger, yeah. Some ginger balls in there. It definitely tastes like a ginger beer. <laughs> I wasn't even lying about that. Yeah. Ginger balls. E. Spencer here says, Jingle Bells, Silver Bells, Hell's Bells. This is good beer. Spicy and warm, just like Christmas. Dang. I wish people would stop calling sours beer. I know, right? She gave it a four, though. Yeah, that's that's my problem with sours. It's not really beer. It doesn't taste like a beer. And so it throws me off when I'm given a sour beer. Cause it's like, what is the process, the definition of beer? Meaning, I would assume hops have just to be added for it to be considered a beer. Yeast or something like that? Yeah. This but is just made with... The fermentation process, like how what constitutes beer versus sour. This is hops. where we need a beer expert. Just I would hops. assume just hops, right? Yeah, there's no hops in a sour. Unless you make a hoppy It's more sour. of a cider. A cider, yeah. sour, yeah. but without... I mean, it has different fruit beside apple, but... Yeah, I don't or, like people that call cider beer, too. It's like, yeah, no, it's a cider. Same vein <laughs> of people. I don't mind if we upset people in that because... No. Whatever, fuck it. Like, sour beer. No, it's a, a, ale. I'll accept ale. Yeah, exactly. Like but, a malt beverage. Like, some of these yeah. cans that are out there, like the... the Sun King Seltzers. stuff we had. It said malt as beverage. Yeah. Malt beverages. It is not a beer. Well, I checked my malt beverage in. <laughs> so did I. <laughs> uh, I said exactly word for word what Dustin said. Basically. <laughs> Ooh, uh, and the same score, just to spoil it, we both gave it a 375. There we go. I said, I'm not a sour head, but this has all the flavors you would expect from the description, and I kind of like it. Nice. 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 I'm a, I, I do like ginger beers, and I like the spicy ginger beers, and this is basically that, but with alcohol, <laughs> so you really can't be upset about it. Uh, yeah, they describe it perfectly, mm-hmm. and it's not atrocious. Like, normally, like, I wouldn't rate sours because, like, it's not our thing, but... It's not overly I, sour where it's like cringy yeah, exactly. every time you take a sip. Yeah. I said to to say that, you know, to match up with this, I said uh, really nice spice combo plus cranberries. Uh, not a fan of sours, but this one is worth rating. So just jumble the words a little bit. It's pretty much the same. Um, I, I think this one is the better of any of the sours I've ever had, I think. Minus the sour IPAs, I can get behind a sour IPA because mm-hmm, it's, it's an actual beer. It's an actual beer, and <clears throat> yeah. But I, unfortunately, probably would drink this one again. And I say unfortunate because it's like I make like a steadfast like I don't really like sours like vibe about me, mm-hmm. but I probably would drink this one again. Well, it's a good thing it comes out only once a year, so you can have it every Christmas. So there we go. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. A Christmas celebration. Yeah. I still have two cans of it. I think Allison hasn't drank one yet, but mm. <laughs> she might only get one. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> 
All right, let's get into the Geek Bowl. I just wanted to remind you that you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DrinkInGeekOut. You can also check out our show notes and other fun stuff on our website, DrinkInGeekOut.com. You can also email us any comments or suggestions at DrinkInGeekOut at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, please take a second to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, the Google Play Store, or wherever you get your podcasts. We also have a Patreon where you can get some fun bonus content that is patreon.com backslash drinkingeekout. And now, back to the show. Geek Bowls are something we do about every 50 episodes or so We pit, where we pit characters against each other in a bracket-style tournament and decide the winner. Past bowls include Geek the first Geek Bowl where we each submitted movie our characters from movies, TV, video games, and other stuff and randomly selected them. Then we did Super Mario Smashness which took place during the year of Mario. And we used Super Mario's or Super Smash Brothers Ultimate to decide the winner. And then we did the horror version, Slasher Showdown, where uh, different slashers battled it out. This time we're doing the Santa Slam featuring different Santa Clauses from film. The brackets are available on our social media at Drink In Geek Out, so make sure you pick your winners and play along. Some of the criteria we'll be judging is the beard and the suit slash hat hat as part of the suit, and also maybe the voice and attitude that the actor brings to the table. So check out us on at Drink In Geek Out on Instagram or Twitter and Look at all of our fun pictures and uh, the brackets and fill it out on your own time. But we'll start with bracket one, which I labeled as funny guys. It's Tim Allen from the Santa Claus versus Ernest from Ernest Saves Christmas. Oh, you start off with a killer, man. (laughs) These are the big hitters. Mm. Ernest, I almost replaced because he's technically not santa he's not santa santa is in that movie but he he does do the role of santa that year for whatever reason i don't remember santa's incapacitated it's been 10 years since i've seen that at least oh Ernest. um i did watch i the santa claus the other day my first time watching it that original is a classic wow i know that's a fantastic movie it's not though does it not hold up Doesn't no hold not up. not even close when was the last time you watched it 20 years ago within the last two years, years for me <laughs> really i still love it oh my god but you it got brings back attached. so much joy from my childhood from, yeah so so the little kid just like basically gaslights his father into like taking him along everywhere. Basically, it was like, oh, but you don't know yeah, yeah, anything yeah. I like. Mm-hmm. So, like, basically, guilts him. And then they, he literally kidnaps his kid at the end of the movie. Like, <laughs> he does, yes. Like, when he has a court order to give a visitation, he literally just kidnaps his kid. But he's Santa. But he's Santa. Yeah. I know. It's a shit movie. <laughs> I, don't, uh-huh. I don't know. <laughs> You're probably right. Tim Allen. Is an asshole in real life from all <laughs> accounts, <Yeah. laughs> and he's kind of a dickhead in most of his acting roles. Like he's yeah. not really the mm. thing you would think of for Santa, but I do right. like him in the original Santa Claus when I watched it as a kid. 
but right. I was really into home improvement and exactly like Galaxy I was gonna Quest. say I love from I our love generation to everybody younger than us. It's like this is like the movie because this so, was two thousand or ninety eight. When did this one come out? It was in the nineties. Was it ninety seven? Like ninety six. Okay, ninety six, ninety seven. So I did watch it when I was a child, but I didn't remember any of it. And I watched it the other week. Like I watched it like a few days ago, and I literally don't remember any of it. But I do remember it being a movie. So like. <laughs> Pretty sure hey, I've seen it. I don't I just don't know. But I will say, like, my my viewpoint of the movie does not change the fact that I think he portrayed a really interesting Santa Claus. Yeah. Once mm-hmm. he like decides to be Santa, I think he does a good mm-hmm. job. Yep. It's like the all the building up to it where he's like, You should die it when he goes to the doctor. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the doctor was cringy too. <laughs> he's like how do I get rid of the white hairs? You should dye it. And I mean dye it. And he like points to his stomach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 rough. But the 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 beard is there, the body slash the suit gets there. Like when he takes over for Santa Claus, initially he doesn't wear a hat, but then as soon as he gets his official like setup, he does yeah, get a hat. Like the next year. Yeah. Uh I do like the fact that the little girl in one of the scenes uh, he doesn't drink the milk, and she's like, "Why aren't you drinking the milk?" Sam I'm drinks the milk. Like, or something. Fuck, doesn't tolerate. <laughs> and so the next, the next year when he comes, he drinks the milk. He's like, "Oh, this is terrible." She's <laughs> like, "It's, it's, it's soy milk." Because I remembered you're lactose intolerant. You're lactose intolerant. Mm-hmm. He's like, "I did tell you that," and he's like, "This is awesome." This is like, I feel like that was like at that moment, like he was like, "This feels good." Mm-hmm. Uh. I- uh, yeah, I like his so turn. He d- he takes a sweet turn at the end of the movie. Yeah, right. Um, unfortunately, like Ernest, he does the Santa role, but he just doesn't portray Santa. Yeah, he never yeah. has the beard or the suit or any of that, so that kind of DQs him in a way. Yeah. So by Ernest, even though I love Ernest, I like, do. Oh, I do too. All of Ernest doesn't movie. matter what what. Any of the movies are. Any I don't know. Ernest movie. Have you seen Ernest Goes to Africa? No. <laughs> yeah. You're going to want to skip that one. one. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to the next one. Let me just type this in. All right. So we have, are we going across or are we going down? Let's just continue on this side and then we'll get to the other side. All right. So we have Ed Asner versus Paul Giamatti. Yep, from Elf and from Fred Claus. I've not seen Fred Claus, but Paul Giamatti does not give me Santa vibes. No. <clears throat> He's always f- angry and yelling in most of his roles, so I can just only imagine him doing that. Yeah. And look at the picture that we have of him, like in the dock, <laughs> not just in here. Like, yes. those are fake hands. It's so fake. <laughs> Those aren't even his hands. Those are fake. Oh my god, they are! I didn't even hands. notice that. I just noticed how bad the suit was. Like it looks like a cardboard belt buckle. It yeah. does. And Elf is the far superior movie. I think yeah. Elf is probably the best movie on this list. Yeah, Ed Nasner as Ed does a great job. Yeah, but he is Santa. also kind of angry in a way that you don't normally see Santa. He's really rough yeah. on Will Ferrell's character, who I guess is just named Elf Buddy. Buddy, <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, yeah. But in the end, he turns around and 
Because he right. he kind of sees how Christmas spirit is leaving, and then how Elf kind of saves the day, and right it turns around. But yeah, I'm going with Ed Asner all the way. Yep. Yeah. This I was a this was a, like a number one seed versus a number sixteen seed. Or something. Yeah. Yeah. And it's re- it's really rough for Fred Claus. All right. The next one I think is pretty obvious, but I'll wait until I have an initial pick, but we'll see. Yeah. Ooh. So we we have ourselves uh Jack Skellington as he's a pumpkin king, but he's portraying Santa Claus and Sandy Claus. The Santa Claus. And then hmm. we have Jim Carrey, the Grinch. The Grinch. This is so, the imposter bracket because they're yeah. both like pretending to be Santa for different reasons. And I think the the Jack Skellington reasons are way better than the Grinch yeah, reasons. Yeah, that he's my initial choice if right. I if I'm put, putting in a vote. But I could be swayed if anybody had a good argument for Grinch because I do think Jim Carrey is great, but he never has a beard. He doesn't that d- disqualifies him right there. <laughs> he never puts on the fake beard. <laughs> if it is a Santa beard contest, then right. It's, the, well, it, it's I, all of the things. It's the beard. Right. It's the costume. It's the attitude. Right. I think the change is what gets me the most. So the the change that Jack Skellington has is he realizes that he can't actually do what he thinks that the the Santa Claus yeah. should do, and he realizes that he messed up. Because he went and lived it, and he, you know, scared a bunch of people, and he's like, oh, I, I did done messed up. Let's let's fix this by getting Santa Claus back in here. And he, you know, the quote-unquote saves a day by having Santa actually do what Santa needs yeah. to do. It's kind of a similar story. To yeah. The, yeah, it really it, is, but what, what but was there is the, no this, Santa. Right. What's the Grinch. change for the Grinch? His heart grows three sizes, three and he sizes. brings the presence. I know, but spirit. what what was that thing? What sparks that, that? Yeah, what sparks it? It's the Yahoo he, chorus. Yahoo the hears, he knows that. Yeah, they still they don't care that the presents are gone. They're still happy and still singing. He doesn't like the singing and the happiness. So he, he realizes that it's not about the presents. Yeah. It's not about this. That there's more right. to Christmas than just than this. Gifts. It's the love. It's the caring. It's the sharing. It's mm-hmm. so it's like literally like. The better message. Mm-hmm. Mm. The message it, it, is better. Yeah, the best. Yeah, the, the message is better. That's that's really what I was going for. The message is better, but he doesn't have a beard. He, he, he doesn't have a beard. But if you had... think about more iconic characters, but this is hard because you think Jim Carrey, but then you're also thinking the cartoon. Yeah, with... and then there's another cartoon with Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is a pretty good one too. I haven't yeah. seen that one. It's I, I I watch it. It's I think it's high quality. I, think I, I mean to watch it every Christmas, house. and I always forget. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, even though the picture depicts it, Jack Skellington also didn't really have a hat until he stole it from Santa Claus because he was true. like, "What's missing? Yeah, what's missing?" And he oh the hat, and he takes it right off his head. So when he crafts his costume, he doesn't he doesn't add the hat. My vote is Jack Skellington. Like that's like, it's really tough because I think that is a better movie. Yeah, no, me too. I I'm with Dustin. What do you guys say? I get, I'll go Grinch because I'm thinking I, the, Grinch too. I like no. the performance. Oh, shoot, <laughs> now we gotta like flip a coin because now more. we're split. All right. Um, does anybody have a a coin flip 
app or does anybody have actual coin? Uh, oh, hold on, let me. One that's I have attached that. to a ribbon. That's not going to help. Here we go. Flip a coin. All right. Okay. Got it. All right. So heads is top, tails is bottom. Right. So Jack is heads, tails is the Grinch. And oh, it's not really. It's not gonna be fair because I'm just gonna like say it. you guys have to actually see this. Hold on. It doesn't matter. You just. Well, I'll trust you that you're not gonna. <laughs> it is tails. It is the Grinch. The Grinch. The Grinch. What? What an upset surprise. <laughs> All right. I just next... yeah. I think the message is better. Uh, yeah. I'm not upset about it. I I just. I could have been swayed either way. Yeah. I think right. the Grinch is more iconic. I mean, I like Nightmare Before Christmas too, but it's like a cult following. I yeah. Kind of yeah. with that too. They didn't actually get popular until like, like last year. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. The weirdos decided to start like. But I being... watched it when it came out. I thought mm-hmm. it was great. I loved watching it. Mm, me too. But it was more Halloween time. Mm-hmm. They both have great music too. So I know. You can even be like, oh, so this good. one has better songs because they both have like iconic songs. All right. Next up, we have the killer clauses. We've got Harry, Henry or Harry from Christmas Evil and Billy from Silent Night, Deadly Night, which you guys haven't seen Christmas Evil, but it's the, basically the same plot. It came out in 1980. This guy sees his dad dressed as Santa, like eating his mother out. <laughs> That's oh, how the movie starts. <laughs> what, he, he's like six and he's like, dad. And then he has like a weird obsession with santa and then he goes around killing naughty people same basic plot hmm and then yeah silent deadly night is our watch along for next week and he sees his parents get killed and his mom almost raped yeah by santa claus and so then he starts killing people as santa claus because he witnesses an almost rape and then he stops it Mm -hmm. and then he just kills the girl because she's like you're a freak (laughs) Mm -hmm. Why Thanks would you s- do that, you murderer? Right. Punish. <laughs> no. Just from the view, I think the appearance goes with uh, the Christmas evil. Like, he's got, like, they both have the outfit, he, but he looks more authentic. He does. he does. He does have a really great costume in that movie. He, But, like, as the movie progresses, he gets, like, really dirty. It looks like he's actually, like, fallen through a chimney and he's like covered in soot Ooh. oh but you so know, like, the beard yeah and the beard covers his face whereas billy usually just has it hanging and then ricky never even puts the beard and hat on yeah so. he didn't even put it on so might be more christmas in that first one then attitudes are about the same one goes Yo, yeah. crazy after seeing murder I, the other i actually one think is sexual perversion the christmas evil has more of the attitude of santa because he like gets so obsessed with santa that he like gets a job at a toy factory and builds toys because he was like someday i'm gonna take over for my dad who is santa (laughs) because he sees his dad as santa having sex with his mom so uh he kind of is like at some point i'm gonna be santa so i'm just gonna take care of the naughty kids kill all of them and then build toys in my spare time to just prepare myself. So I think I'm going with Christmas Evil on this one. Yeah, I I agree. There wasn't a whole lot of Christmas in that, what we watched, so. Mm -mm. Yeah. 
I'll take it wasn't your word for a it. A very Christmas movie at all. No. <laughs> Just humming but near the end. We watched part two, and part one is a little closer tied to Christmas than part two. But next up is our Bad Santa's bracket. It's got Billy Bob Thornton from Bad Santa and David Harbor from what's that? Violent Night. Vi- Violent, Violent Night. Violent Night. Yeah. Which we haven't seen since it just came out, like, as we're recording this. Right. But we've seen the trailers, and it looks awesome. Yes, it does. And, and it's I David like Harbour. It. And David Harbour looks incredible in that role as Santa, whereas Billy Bob is... It's just Billy a Bob. drunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think David Harbour is the actual Santa, so... Yes, and it's not just, like, a mall Santa. Not a mall Santa, where so he's just drunk almost... and trying to get laid. Almost really close to be, to like give it to David Harbor. It's like really, really easy right there. He's actually Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And it's like I like that that movie is com- kind of combining Die Hard with Home Alone, two classic Christmas movies, and yes. then also yeah. putting a John Wick aesthetic on it. Mm-hmm. For my scene, David Harbor could go for him. Yeah. David I just wins. don't remember too much about that bad Santa other than Tony Cox is in there and he makes fun of him. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen the second one either because there was a sequel that came out a few years right. ago. The first right. one's kind of a fun movie, but yeah, it's not very Christmassy. It's because he's such an asshole. All right. This next one is the like actual Santa feel good about yourself Santa's. With uh, Richard Attenborough, right? Mm-hmm. Welcome and... to Santa Claus. Mm. <laughs> I know where my boat's going. <laughs> and Kurt Russell. Yeah. So when I told Allison about this uh, a couple weeks ago, that we were doing a Santa Claus uh, battle fest, you know, Geek Bowl style, she's like, Miracle on 34th is going to win. I was like, mm-hmm. What? I don't even no. know if we're going to have him. <laughs> he's in there. Well, they oh, remake. Yeah. I guess he's from the remake. Yeah. The she was like, she was like, he, he, he had like five minutes of screen time in the original. <laughs> but she still said that that was going to be the winner of that. The Kurt Russell, the uh, the Christmas Chronicles and the Christmas Chronicles 2 apparently are really good movies. Yeah. I have not seen them or the Miracle on 34th Street, to be honest. Yeah, but I mean, you're looking at these people and what in the actual, like, they're amazing. They both are fantastic. And I don't even want to. If we're going by sexiness, Kurt Russell gets it (laughs) all the way. (laughs) Look at his hair and his beard. Sexy Santa. Mm -hmm. And that furry, fluffy outfit he's got. Yeah. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> These guys. I mean, it brings a new meaning to ho, 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 if you know what I mean. Yes. Yeah, but if you, if you take a look at the original Miracle on 34th Street, like that, that Santa, uh, which was Edmund Gwen, I think, really old. <laughs> yeah. I like the story of Miracle on 34th Street because it was more based in kind of a reality. Yeah. And- it's cute. And Santa on trial, and yeah, do you believe? Do you not believe? And it really gets into that 
the magic behind it. I really have no idea what the hell Christmas Chronicles is about. I have no idea. It could be. A, it looks fun. I've seen. I've seen. Anything. You know, pictures and things on Netflix on it. But I'm like, I don't know what the hell it is. I just don't see Kurt Russell as. Like He's Santa. not fat enough. <laughs> right. Yeah. And his hair is too dark. It needs to be whiter. It's, yeah, it's gray. But also, Salt and pepper Santa. To go the on the other side. I like that David Attenborough's or Richard Attenborough, David Attenborough's brother. <laughs> uh, Richard Attenborough's got a real beard, but it's also very small. It's very small for a Santa. Yeah. That's like a Keith beard for <laughs> yeah you Santa. Just, if you just tied it white, your beard white, <laughs> and gave yourself a little curl on your mustache. Yeah, it's a good suit though. Yeah, apparently, the story of sister and brother Kate and Teddy Pierce, whose Christmas Eve plans to catch Santa on camera turns into an unexpected journey that kids only dream about. Ah, so it's In a the dream. Chronicles. Spoiler alert. <laughs> twist. So yeah, Santa Claus, he's actually Santa Claus, and they, I don't know, have themselves like a Polar Express adventure. I don't, Isn't I, Goldie Hawn in that too? What, in uh, Christmas Chronicles? Chronicles? Good question. She is. She is. She yeah. She plays Mrs. Claus. Oh wow! The real life couple. Mm, wow. Playing Mister and Mrs. This is tough because it is very tough. How much screen time do you really get <laughs> with Santa Claus in Miracle versus Kurt Russell? And are you really going to judge Kurt Russell being fit <laughs> as not a good reason for him to be? I don't know. I don't know his attitude. I know Richard Attenborough's attitude is more Claws-like. I don't know if Kurt Russell's out there doing his normal Snake Plissken shit. I don't believe him as Santa. <laughs> Looks like he's ready, ready to jump on a Harley or something with them gloves. Yeah. So I'm leaning towards 34th Street, honestly. Yeah. So Me this too. one, this is when the plan goes awry, kids join forces with somewhat jo- somewhat Somewhat jolly, jolly no. Saint Nick and his elves to save Holiday before it's too late. So it's probably some kind of suspense to make, yeah, you like know, action-y like movie. Yeah, it's a great Kurt Russell. It's very, you know, we're going to escape from New York style Kurt Russell. Uh, I'm leaning to I'm leaning towards Miracle and 34th. Anyways, I was really trying to like. I would love to see Kurt Russell fight David Harbor, and then we could have the handsome bracket. But there you go. <laughs> I don't want to force it because I'm actually leaning more towards the other one. Yeah, I think that Richard Attenborough looks a lot better as Santa Claus than the Gwen guy in the original 1934. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's lay it all out there. Let's go. With all right. Richard, Att- Richard Attenborough. Attenborough it is. Welcome, Welcome to the North to Pole. Pole. The North Pole. Jingle, 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 jingle bells, Now we got the animated bracket. We've got Hanks from Polar Express versus Baldwin. Yeah, Alec Baldwin from Christmas. What is that shit called? Rise of the Guardians. Yeah, I was going off the pictures. 
I have seen Rise of the Guardians. Oh, nice! And this is not even a contest. I think we just pick Hanks and we move. Yeah, on. I think we. I think so too. <laughs> yes. I was just gonna go based on the images because he's I he's Russian him. in this movie. He goes, oh. "I am Santa Claus," and it's like, "Yeah, I don't like this." <laughs> Let's move on. Yeah. All right. That was quick. Let's he's got it. a Russian hat and everything like kind of going yeah, on Yeah, that, that's here. what I was going to bring up. He's like the oh, most powerful yeah. of them all, which is true because it's Santa, because it's Christmas, of course, the best mm-hmm. holiday. So, you know, that's kind of where they're playing off it with the Easter bunny and you know, all sorts of different stuff. And I don't know, it's a little bizarre. But yeah, he's very traditional Russian. In that. I'm the merchant of death. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, Jim Broadbent wins his next one. <laughs> we got two Broadbents <laughs> head to head. It's uh, Jim Broadbent and Get Santa, and Jim Broadbent in Arthur's Christmas or Arthur Christmas. Arthur Christmas. I've seen Arthur Christmas, and I've it not was seen either of these. It was okay. It was all about like, Arthur. It looks like Stephen Colbert in the first image. <laughs> I was gonna say Robin Williams. Yeah. Yeah, I can see Steve. He's very Santa looking, I think, in that though. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's I prefer like the live action, like this, the the Arthur Christmas. He's like in a military outfit with a beret yeah. on. Yeah, I, I'm not a fan of that, but I I don't know what the movie's about. Right. If we were to pass the Arthur Christmas through, it would be like a cakewalk for Tom Hanks. To yeah, mm-hmm. like it'll be tougher battle. Mm-hmm. Let's with do the live action. Yeah, yeah, it'd be really tough as a live action. He looks more like Santa Claus in this one. It's really tough without seeing them uh, perform like right. in action. If like which one we prefer, but it definitely looks like more like Santa Claus. Yes, but it seems like a more sarcastic Santa Claus and like get Santa. He's just holding carrots right there. Like, <laughs> he's yeah. gonna feel. He's gotta feed those reindeer. Yeah, those those rabbits. Will you still leave carrots out? Rudolph, come get your hey, carrot. get your carrots. That movie actually looks fun. I'm, I might actually watch it before Christmas. It's like about people trying to kidnap Santa or something. Oh, that makes sense. Get Santa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So Broadbent wins. Yeah. All right, Maybe move. we can get that one on the uh, the streaming service. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can. Maybe. Sounds All right, fun. we're back to the top. We got... Tim Allen as the Santa Claus Ooh. versus Ed Asner from Oh Elf. man. Damn. This is this is like in March Madness when you have a matchup too early. Yeah. It's like <laughs> we should save this for the finals. Yeah, this one's tough. I should have spread these guys out more. That's all right. I think that Tim Allen does get the spirit of Christmas early on in the movie, more so than Ed Asner. It only gets it at the end of the movie. Kind of like a reminder. And I don't remember Elf having a sequel. And there's three Santa Clauses and a TV series now? Yeah, and the, the TV series. Yeah, the, the fourth one is technically a, a TV series mm-hmm. called The Santa Clauses Which on Disney+. Plus. It, that looks good to me, actually, from the commercial I saw. I haven't watched it yet. We're like, I think, four episodes into it. Is it, is it worth it? Yeah, I'm, I mean, I like it, like... Mostly. That third movie is terrible. <laughs> the one with Martin Short as Drek Frost. That um, movie is yeah. awful. <laughs> yeah, that was we ran out of magic. Let's stop. Yeah, I do like how they did like time travel type shit and went back to the first movie and he didn't actually kill Santa and they 
did some interesting stuff there, but yeah, that, that was, was like the first five minutes of the movie. And then I was like, this is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Go back to the time travel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, mm, I just think Tim like Allen, Tim here. Yeah. It's got more screen time. Just like, yes, yeah, we get more, I know we get more, uh, angles of like his growth and him becoming Santa Claus and, yeah, and now we in the series you see him like fighting, like he's retiring as Santa, but he's still protective over that title and mm-hmm. doesn't want. He still has the Christmas spirit and doesn't want Christmas to be ruined. So he's also the main character in those movies, exactly. Mm-hmm. Where Ed Asner's not, mm-hmm. he's just yeah. He's, he's kind of like that more often than he has screen time. Yeah, <laughs> screaming Santa all the time. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting on the cue for Saf to hit the button. I, I don't have the other. Here, hold on. Santa. <laughs> Sega. Oh shoot! Wrong Sega. <laughs> Sega. Oh, I thought that's what you said. The Sega. Santa's coming to town. Santa! Oh my god. <laughs> uh, I just think it's it'll be kind of tough for us to say Ed over Tim Allen at this point. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're going. I'm going Tim on this one. Agreed. Which, yeah, I think the next one's pretty simple, too. Yeah, I think this is going to be an easy one, too. We got The Grinch versus Henry or Harry. I think it's Harry, actually, from Christmas Evil. I mean, let's just say it. Grinch. Grinch, Grinch is going to kick that little fat guy's ass. <laughs> yeah, because there's a song about The Grinch. He's a mean there, one. Yeah. There's not a song about Brandon Mar- Maggart. <laughs> Brandon <laughs> Maggart. Brandon Maggart. If we bring the mean, the mean one, the new horror movie that just came out starring yeah. the Grinch into this mm-hmm. and compare him to Christmas Evil, I think I would go with that Grinch as well. Next year's watch along. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So Grinch it is. All right. Now we got... Uh, Violent Nights, David Harbour versus Richard Attenborough's 34th Street. Mm. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> There's two different genres here. It's, this is good versus be, evil. Here. Yeah, basically. I mean, uh, they're, they're both actually Santa. They is are. A good yeah, thing. They are both actually Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. But in the spirit of Christmas. Yeah. I think one, we have one winner here, but. One we've never seen Violent Night yet, so we don't yeah, we, so we're we judging it based on a two-minute trailer, like a two-minute, yeah. But it it, a real really cool-looking trailer. He could be a real pill in that movie. <laughs> we probably don't even like him. Hmm. I'm leaning Richard. Based on looks alone, I'm leaning towards Richard as well. Yeah. Just because we haven't seen the movie, but he's like too fit. He he's, doesn't have the dad bod of <laughs> the Stranger Things David Harbour. He's got more of the Hellboy <laughs> bod. Yes. And his beard is a, not quite all the way white. And his suit's all bloody in this one picture I see. His attitude's bad, too. Bad real bad attitude. <laughs> he's a God. little naughty. This is rough. I hate doing this, but yeah, dude, it's got it's got to be Richard Attenborough. We could do a, uh, I don't know, second round once after we see the movie and make a real decision. But for there now, Richard's getting the moving on, which leads us to our Tom Hanks versus Broadbent. 
with uh, Polar Express and get Santa. Tom Hanks. Tom Dad, Hanks. Tom Hanks. I mean, yep. that's pretty simple just because we haven't seen the other one. Tom Hanks literally plays like four characters in, in that movie. And that m- movie has is very sweet. But and... are all four of those characters really the Santa? <laughs> now you got me thinking. It, Most it, of them are. I don't know if the Santa. train conductor. It's a train conductor, Santa. No, they're in the same scene at the same time, so I don't think those two are. Yeah. Right? Because he's yeah, kind of standing outside yeah. the train, and they're all not the elves. Santa, Santa. Mm-hmm. The weird little elves. Yeah. And the weird little people. <laughs> little nerd-ass boy. <laughs> nerd-ass. Where's your ticket? I us have a ticket. <laughs> have a night. <laughs> I like Pokemon. Oh, wait. I don't know when that came out, but. <laughs> All right. Uh, this next matchup is definitely going to be painful. Is we're, we're literally going to be in the same situation that we were with David Attenborough and, or sorry, mm. David versus Attenborough. David. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I call him David, David Attenborough, but that's that's the like National Geographic yeah. guy. So, so like Richard versus David Harbor, like we had good versus evil, like which prevailed. Mm-hmm. Like th- that's that was pretty easy to determine. But now we have the Grinch versus Tim Allen. Like we do have the good versus evil in this, situation. and they're both but icon, icon, the iconic. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. Tim Allen versus Jim Carrey. Like yeah, like what what movie or TV series or TV? I guess TV spot. Like do, do you get pumped about? Do you watch more? In the Christmas time, do you watch the uh, the the Santa Clauses or do you watch the Grinch? I mm. saw Jim Carrey's The Grinch in theaters. I don't think I've seen a single Tim Allen movie in theaters. Well, it's Disney; they're protective of their shit. So they Bobby did a Grinch is also on Disney, isn't it? Doctor Seuss. I didn't think that was a Disney property. Universal Disney. did the last one. Yeah. Oh. The Illuminati did the other one. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. It was Illumination Studios. Yeah. <laughs> it's close. What? Coincidence. <laughs> Who? Okay, this Check one is out really my cool. podcast, Keats Conspiracies. <laughs> Ooh, <soon. laughs> I like it. Whoa! Oh. We, did, we did it. We did Deep it. Deep dive in Assassin's Creed. Oh. <laughs> uh. The Illuminati plays a major role in those games. <laughs> I love the Grinch, but do we really want a fake Santa in the finals? Especially if that fake, that fake Santa won by a coin flip in the first round. Exactly. That is yeah. true. He's, kind of, yeah. he's kind of inching by every round. So, Plus, if you think about it, is there a Santa in the Whoville universe? And that's what I was thinking. Like, I don't Who delivers the toys? One. We never actually mm-hmm. see Santa. So that's true. He never he, intervenes. So I don't think Santa exists. It's the the parents leave out the toys, and then the Grinch comes and steals them. Yeah, there is no in, Santa in the Santa Clauses movies. Nobody believes, especially Judge Reinhold. Reinhold doesn't believe that there's a Santa Claus mm-hmm. until Tim Allen like looks him in the eye and he's like, "Ooh, Santa!" I and he like tells him he wanted a wiener whistle <laughs> for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> he, wanted, he wanted a a wiener for you, Christmas. You want a wiener for Christmas? <laughs> well, he gives him that like little, 
the whistle that's yes. like a hot dog mm-hmm. shape. The Oscar Mayer wiener yeah. whistle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you want a wiener for Christmas. <laughs> All I want for Christmas is a wiener. <laughs> oh, it's 10.5% oh. hitting. Oh. For sure. Uh, Slow down, Keith. Plus those watch-along beers. All right, Tim Allen is moving Tim on. Allen. Tim Allen's moving on. Sorry, Grinch. Better luck it's next be- Christmas. It's going to be Tim Allen versus Tom Hanks. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. This one's a tough one, too. We got two Woody Santas. versus Buzz. Two classic. <laughs> oh, my God. No. Wait, wait, wait. It's like, what's going to yes. happen? I mean, it's going to be happening now because you've willed it. You put it I, up you there. It I, didn't, I didn't will it till he said. Actually, I was thinking it. But I, I, I don't think that. Like thirty fourth Street, like the the, the Santa I, Claus yeah. has the same like air that the the Polar Express has Polar really Express Santa, like, made a mark on yeah. our generation, our generation, and then this younger is old generation versus new because yeah. you know my parents grew up on Miracle on thirty fourth Street, the black and white edition, which I'm pretty yeah. sure I've seen, and it's it's a good, it's a classic it's a movie, nice it's story. a feel good story. It's great, but then again, so is Polar Express. Exactly. Mm-hmm. However, I think Miller, Miracle on 34th Street appeals to both adults, maybe, and children, or maybe adults a little bit more than it would th- Yeah, it's more of a dolly. There's mm-hmm. less fun involved. It's not as right. w- like Watching the court case, it's not yeah. that exciting. Yeah. I, I just think that it, the Polar Express is going to be in the same vein as the Santa Claus movies, where you have a kid is. who is kind of like struggling with the idea that Santa Claus exists. So he's going on this, this, this polar express that he's heard about and he's, I don't know, sneaking on. I don't remember specifically. And he's he does trying kind to of sneak on you. Yeah. So he's trying to discover the spirit of Christmas or trying to believe in, in again. So uh, of all of his, his gallivanting along the train where he finds a kid and he helps, you know, the spirit of Christmas where he helps this kid who's crippled or whatever. And then he goes and does the, on top of the train and he discovers the, 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 uh, the homeless band sleeping on top of the train. And just all these different things are just leading to the fact that this kid is discovering Christmas. And like, it's a fun way to describe what essentially happens in the Tim Allen movies, like, of discovering, Santa and the spirit of Christmas and all this stuff. So I in the film kind of did something new with technology. The animation was like leaps and bounds above what we've seen mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. like capturing face movements of and it's kind of uncanny valley, but it's still like great animation. Uh where we've con- con- like built on that since then and taken it to new heights, but like at the time this was like revolutionary. Mm. Damn. And uh, I think if we go with Hanks, it's Polar Express and the Santa Claus are kind of the same generation, and it'll be a funner, more fun right. battle. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to think of like the 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 story that the 34th Street. Does that little girl, the Matilda girl, does yeah. she ever like? question christmas and he has to like save her belief in it or i think she's the only one that did believe so yeah she I think was she, it's fighting the kind of the opposite Santa. yeah yeah she was trying to convince the adults everybody so else that he's real and 
to believe in Christmas again. It's her kind of story. Yeah. So it's almost like Polar Express for adults. Yeah. So, or, or Santa Claus in terms of his son saying, I was there. I know he's yeah. Santa. And yeah. everyone else is like, no. God, no. Fuck. This is oh. this well, is tough. And we're not even at the, the main I think we can yet. just we say can push that Hanks with forward. The, the top four, I mean, the final four here, you can't go wrong with it's a good either battle. of these four. So you can be on either side of any of these battles, and you, you won't be wrong with the top four. So. All right. Buzz They're all iconic in their own right. <laughs> Buzz versus Woody, I guess. I think we got to do it. Tim versus Hanks. Tim versus to- Tom. Tim versus Tom. Tim, Tim and Tom. Tom. Toy Story <laughs> 1. So, so me and Andrew's cousins. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tim versus Tom. Timmy and Tommy. Man, okay. This is, I mean, okay. We've got more. Tim's, he's been that role for a long time, and he keeps bringing it back. But there's like four Toms, I think, in that movie. So. In one movie, <laughs> and uh, he's also Santa right away. There's no like, I mean, he in the Polar Express. There's no like we have to convince him to be Santa or anything. Mm-hmm. He's just Santa, and he's always mm-hmm. happy and jolly. And there's no like down part. There's mm. no there's no cringeworthy in the Polar, Polar Express, Express where there's there's a lot of cringe in the Tim Allen mm. movie. The but Tim in Allen the nineties there was in, no such thing as cringe. All that movie was <laughs> That was normal. You, it was yeah, accepted. It, it is cringy now, but back when we watched it, we just like, oh, this is normal and this is how mm-hmm. everybody feels. This is how movies were like back then. Yeah. I do remember, not so much cringe, but I know uh, Disney did change the movie with the original Santa Claus. Mm. When the cops came in at the end, they had guns drawn, and then they remade it with them holding radios and pointing radios at them because the guns were too violent. I remember they did take that out back in the day. Because we used to watch this one in the aftercare program that I worked at. We used to watch one, two, and three, so I've seen all these, the Santa Claus movies. They also changed Tim Allen's was supposed to have a shotgun and he killed Santa with his shotgun because oh. he was a home invader. <laughs> that I didn't And they changed know. that in the before that the movie. That whole movie. <laughs> yes. Wow. <laughs> yeah, because like there was a major plot hole and, and Allison pointed this out. Uh when he when he says, Hey, what are you doing? He like slips and falls off the yeah. roof and he dies. But when the magical ladder just appears, the son walks up the ladder and then just hops up on the roof and just running around. Yeah. She's like, like, how is he able to just scale the roof? No problem. But the other Santa just like slipped and fell. Slipped and fell. Yeah. There was a script change. He was supposed to murder Santa. (laughs) But they was like, this can't be a kid's movie where Santa gets blasted with a shotgun in the first five minutes. or (laughs) Yeah. So it's like. Yeah, um, Santa fell through. If I didn't do anything, what is he gonna do? Like, yeah, I shot him. I just but took he, his clothes and put them on for no reason. <laughs> he fell in the snow. That's why it always bothered me. I'm like, yeah, he's gonna I, die I from like a that fall on the roof where you land that him. way. I mean, if he fell on his neck, okay, yeah, I get it. But he landed. Let me hear some bone snaps. Exactly. Like, who's gonna <laughs> right. die from that? All right. Uh, that makes as sense. Much as I want to, yeah. As much <laughs> as I want to critique the movie, we have to critique the, the Santas. Santa. I think we have more screen time of Santa Claus as Santa Definitely. Claus. Definitely. Yes. 
Um, which allows us to see his full journey, which is nice. Mm-hmm. But we also see like a bad Santa beginning and then like a good Santa ending. Whereas with Tom Hanks, it's just always good Santa. Yeah, but we don't really see a whole lot of good Santa in the Santa Claus movies, right? Like the the moment that he becomes like, quote unquote, on board, he still kidnaps his kid. That's true. And in like the second, the second movies, movie, he's still kind of grappling with it a little bit. But he's more like in the But role. he's yeah, he's still yeah. in the spirit and he now he's like protective over Christmas and understands right. it more. And another part that I hated about the uh, never mind. It's just a boardroom. They made fun of him for gaining some weight. Yeah, like, it, there is know. a lot of bad stuff, but that's <laughs> yeah. the 90s for you. That he was got the so 90s. Offended. They want to put Santa in a tank. That was ridiculous. <laughs> I remember school <laughs> oh, in the God, 90s. That's so... what we did. Yep. I know. We pointed out our faults and we made fun boys. of each other. Yeah. Homophobic jokes. Yeah. Made fun of fat people. Yep. It, was, it is what it 90s is. 90s in a nutshell. Uh, anyways, well, here's but, here's another caveat. If we want to go God. that route, <laughs> yes, we got to decide here in the next. Five if we minutes, want, though. we want to dig up everything here. Yep. So we have Polar Express mm-hmm. versus the Santa Claus. That's a good point. I like that main point. character versus. Yeah, he's going to be in there. He's in it, but I, I mean, I have my answer. <laughs> I like. I mean, that's kind of why we went with Tim. Against Ed, because Tim the movie was the was main all about character. him. That's mm-hmm. exactly, pal. That's why I did bring that up because we used that point I mean, earlier. So, so we're gonna have to like think about that because we've done that before. So, <laughs> <sighs> I'm not gonna bring up personal stuff about the actors, <laughs> but <Yeah>. I want to. <laughs> oh, I know. Like, if I did, if I made this decision based on the personal feel for the actors, I mean. Tom My Hanks is would be like different. a nice yeah. I'd definitely go with Tom if it wasn't like well, of course. Amongst the actors. Yeah, we're talking in the I context believe Tom of the Hanks universe. as Santa more than I believe Tim Allen as Santa. But if we're just focusing on these characters, I think Tim Allen's Santa Claus is a better Santa Claus than Tom Hanks' Santa Claus. Yeah, I think that Tim Allen Santa Claus. Because he has the transformation, because he has the screen, time, we get to see because, the whole thing. Yeah, we get it's to the whole see. Package. We get to see them convincing him. This is how Santa Claus lives on forever. Is because someone replaces Santa Claus. Someone becomes yep. the Santa Claus. I like how they explain all the rules. Like he goes through the. Uh, he can do it all in one night because of this reason. He can go through the chimneys because of this reason, and it mm. like explains all the lore and gives it all a reason in reality why why it works. Right, and and whereas the Tom Hanks version in, um, in Polar Express just seems historical. Yeah, yeah, this it's is, just this the one is, guy. It's this Nick, is Saint Nick. Yeah, this is the, yeah, this is the Chris <laughs> Kringle of the animated sphere. And it's still a mystery, right? You watch the you watch the the movie, and you're you're seeing it through the lens of the little kid, and Santa Claus is still a mystery, which is still exactly probably what most people want Santa Claus to be. They don't want it to be transparent because then they're going to yeah. know that Pale puts the presents under the tree for mm-hmm. Logan. <gasps> don't listen to Logan. I do. Spoiler alert. As for me and Grandpa, we believe. <laughs> I, you guys. I saw Mama kissing. 
Yeah, I saw uh, Daddy eating out. Daddy eating out, mommy, <laughs> and it made Christmas. me evil. <laughs> All right, I and did, the winner is. I did see Santa. I say Tim. Tim, go Tim. Ho ho ho! Har 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 har! However, you can't go wrong with any of these. So. Yeah. Well, some of them you can be really. <laughs> Mario Kart. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations. Shoot the bottle. Congratulations. You're our big winner. Winner. Congratulations. Congratulations. Great job, Tim Allen. Do we have any uh, Santa Clauses that wouldn't like to speak? <laughs> <laughs> Give a speech. Oh, oh, oh. No. <laughs> I don't know who that was. <laughs> You're a toy. There <laughs> we go. That was a I good. One. A real ho ho. So that old... Buzz Lightyear was more popular than Woody. That might be true as well. Um, yeah. Toy, just toy, toy, toy story, toy story. Toy Story. Toy Story. <laughs> Andy was all about Buzz. I, I honestly think I'd probably watch Polar Express more. The movie holds up a little bit better. but Yeah. Because yeah, it's probably. like a, it's a one movie type thing. It's like mm-hmm. the Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you, you sit down and you watch it and it's it's a bit of a series and with the new series out and everything. But you're right. There should be like, you want to expand the Polar Express universe. But I mean, the message is there and it's said and it's done. Polar again, Express, it's that good, but with feel good story. Not like a TV sitcom like yeah. the Santa Claus has turned out to be. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, definitely the mystery with Santa behind it. And I think that's where Miracle on 34th Street, you can't go wrong. There's the, mm-hmm. that mystery. Mm-hmm. It's like, I believe, but I don't believe. And the same thing with Polar Express. You believe, but you don't believe. They kind of leave the mystery there. But Santa Claus, it's... It's there. So. Yeah. It's fun. I also gravitate more to comedies than I do with serious pieces. Yeah, that's why the Santa Claus is good, because it does have its comedic moments. Yeah. I really like our top final four, though. Yeah. I think this was a good good hard battle. We really nailed this. I I think we did, too. Yeah. And it really tells you how old we are. Yes. By the choices we ended up with. <laughs> yep. But we are what's selling right now, so yep. <laughs> we control the media market. <laughs> Nostal- yeah, that is true. We aged yeah. into the market where films are directed towards us only. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> All right, that'll do it for this Santa battle. Uh, maybe next Christmas, I thought of another battle where we could do icons of like Rudolph versus Frosty versus like Ooh, the, the three wise men. Snowman. Yeah, like yes. different characters. So like, just all the characters in general instead of specific guys. But we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that later. Pop, 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 pop. Yep, that's on their list too. Sweet. Until then, though, drink up and, and cheer out. Ho, 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 out. We're going to ho out. We're going to ho out. We're going to have a ho out. <laughs> ho down. We're having a ho down.